<laughs> microphone check, microphone check. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back at it again. BHB podcast. Um, today I got a homie on with me. I ain't gonna call him. You know, an artist. I ain't gonna call him that. That's my man's. Um, anytime I see him, it's always love. Uh, we act like we ain't seen each other. We we that was. Let me rephrase that. We act like we've been around each other forever. Might have been a year. Might have been two years. Um. He's done some great things. He's been involved in a lot of big things. Um, you may know him as Romero Chavez. I know him as a couple other different names. Um, I've seen the growth. I've seen it from when it was shooting on the iPhone to now. Uh, being involved in some major, major plays out in the music business. Um, we got Romero Chavez on, man. Say what's up to the folks. What's good? What's good? We have- yeah. Uh, so what, you days on eighty five, yes, the classmates, yes, um, your own solo projects. Yes, uh tell me a little bit about it, man. What's what's the journey been like, man? I mean, what's I like to wear multiple hats, you know. Like I like to produce, I like to write, I like to do it all. So um, yeah, I'm in a production group. Um, known as the classmates. Um, a lot of people know us, uh, in the city. It's Frankie Zombie. Shout out to Frankie. He's doing his artwork right now. He's killing. Uh, that's Noble, Tim Prater. Killing here in New York right now. Uh, that's Snooky D. Uh, we just got the phone here. He in L.A. right yes, now. Yes, sir. Um, and then myself. That's the classmates. Uh, Days 185 is a group. It's me and Kay Austin. Um, amazing, amazing producer and songwriter as well. Amazing artist. And then, you know, I got my own stuff. Romero Chavez, you know, SoundCloud popping. You know, everything going good, so. Just trying to keep everything in motion right now. Mm, I like it. I like it. Um, what's the inspiration behind everything? Like, what's what what inspired y'all to become the classmates? Um, just just walk me through the classmates days on eighty five, and then how you decided to branch out on your own and just do your own thug dizzle. I got you. Well, I mean, I've been doing my own music for a long time. You feel me? Like ever since like nigga had like a Casio. You feel me? Like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like. Like me and my brother, my oldest brother, he produces. So I used to sit in the back of the room and just like watch him produce and like be quiet. So like if I didn't get kicked out the room, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, okay. Um, I was always Romero Chavez, always forever. But um, like with the classmates, that happened. Uh, me and Snook was venturing out. We was doing a lot of stuff. We was going to upstate, doing a lot of stuff, a lot of music, trying to get get it popping. And um, ran across this producer. Noble, he was living in Atlanta, but he was from the city, he was from Farmer. Okay. But he was living in Atlanta, and I remember me and Snook, we just started skipping class and just kept start going out to Atlanta. Like, literally, for a weekend, like, we'll leave, like, Friday. We'll so y'all leave. really spent days on 85. Listen, the days on 85 name is because of drives to Atlanta and Charlotte. And right, Atlanta. right. Spending them, like, them days on that road, you feel me? Like, you from South Carolina, you always you got to go 85. To go anywhere. To go anywhere you want to go, right. you know what I'm saying, so. Um, but yeah, we went out there and met, met Tim, and like me and Snoop spent all our bread to get hotel rooms. We're like, we want to stay in like the Hilton. Mm-hmm. So we'll get a room in the Hilton, invite him over, have a studio set up in there, and just start working on stuff. And then we did a record called Funerals. And, okay. Um, it took off a little bit on iTunes, and then we met um, Eddie Blackman, who was like our manager at the time in Atlanta. And uh, he was like, y'all all need to be a group. So it was me, uh, Snoop, Frank, and Tim. Okay. Yeah, I still got a couple of those early uh, Snook DCDs running oh, around man, somewhere. Listen. What's the uh, the uninvited? The uninvited. I still got those. Listen. I still show people uh, some of them YouTube clips. Listen. 
A lot of them. Campus Edge videos. Campus Edge videos. The one y'all shot, uh, the, the the Southern Bank Cipher. Oh, classics. I was talking to uh, somebody the other day, and I was like, bro, like I'm not I'm not one of those people who like like toots his own horn or like mm-hmm. like oh I don't get the credit or nothing like that. Oh, we don't get the credit. But I was like, we were so ahead of the curve early. No, we, for real. Back then, it wasn't a ton of videographers around. So like me and Snook used to shoot videos on the iPhone. I think the four at the time. It, it it definitely was a four. Yeah, the iPhone four, bro. It definitely because that was before I even thought about getting an iPhone. Yeah. Before I converted everything to Mac, y'all had them, and I was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" Bro, shoot videos on the iPhone. <laughs> like we shot the cipher on the um, over there by the um, I think it's the business USC business building parking lot. Oh, that parking garage right yeah. there. Okay, yeah, okay. And like we were just so infatuated with the BET hip hop ciphers, we just mm-hmm. do it. And that was a long time ago. I mean, and I love what you know everybody else is doing with the ciphers and stuff too. I yeah, mean, shout out my boy Rento on that. Rento is my guy. Um, but I was like, bro, we were so ahead of the, we were so ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? I wish we would have like capitalized on it a lot more. But you know, we were just young and living free and just trying to get some stuff popping. But it's, I, I love where the city going now. I love how how everybody's like doing that. Like it's a lot of videographers. It's a lot more. Um, People just rapping, taking their rap serious. You know what I mean? You know, studios popping up now. Um, shout out to Jordan Easler for the studio because you know before you ain't had your own computer and a mic, you couldn't record. No yeah, way. man. Speak life has changed a lot of people's trajectory out here, man. Sure. Real talk, y'all. Y'all do a lot over there. Yeah. Like I see, I see, I see a lot of uh, clips and a lot of pictures and stuff of y'all being in there. Y'all might be in there by yourselves. Y'all might be in there with the pressure boys, or y'all might be doing something else. Like I, y'all. Y'all might have uh, funded the last year to uh, speak life, bro. Yeah, I, love speak life. I tell Jordan all the time, like, bro, I'm trying to get as many people in here as possible. Like, right. Like, I, I recommend people to go down there. Right. Me, yeah, I, listen, I do the same, bro, because I hear um, sometimes when people go to these other studios or people will record it themselves, and I'm like, if you want to be heard and you want this to be seen by yeah. people on a broader spectrum, you need that professional quality. Yeah. And I think that might be one of the only places in Spartan Murder to get it. Facts, right? I mean, and Jordan, I mean, the environment is good too. You know yeah, yeah, buddy. You want to be, you want to be comfortable. When you record, and Jordan give you that comfortability. You know what I'm saying? Like he lets you do you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, he's not gonna overstep his boundaries. Right. I mean, some engineers might overstep their boundaries. He he lets you do you, and he he's great at what he does. And you're in a great environment. Yeah, he only got a couple rules too: no smoking inside, and don't bring that liquid toward that board, boy. I mean, but I think that's <laughs> that should be in any studio. Yeah, but you know, some people are scared. Jordan Easler, so he like, hey, we ain't yeah. doing that. Man, that, that equipment costs too much. <laughs> it does. It <laughs> does. E- even getting my setup, I was like, wow, like, I got to put this much money up for this. Like, just seeing it. So, I totally understand. But it's all I, about investing in yourself, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I literally. you get money back. I literally just had to do that. Yeah. Like. It's worth it, though. It, listen. I'm so excited about my purchase, or I ain't even gonna say purchase. I'm excited about putting the money up that I don't even talk about it much. Yeah. I've only told a couple people what it is, and I'm like, when it when it when it when it hits the floor, it's over. Like, sure. I'm I'm turning up. Um. So with y'all being the classmates, um, <clears throat> y'all have been placed on a few major uh, releases. Mm-hmm. Um, two that come to mind for me are the. The Rick Ross song y'all did with John Legend, yeah. um, and the L.A. Comfortable joint, mm-hmm. um, which when I heard his next project after I think it's called All the Fallen, yeah. I could tell that he kind of 
if he didn't work with y'all on that next project, he drew a lot of inspiration from y'all because there's a lot that I hear of y'all in him. Yeah, we work with LA all the time. Um, I actually got a song on SoundCloud right now I did called Fantasy where we flipped um, Ludacris, What's Your Fantasy? Nice. And that was a song I had produced and written. Okay. And, um, yeah, we work all the time. Um, I, don't have, I don't have any new ones on his new project just came out the other day, but we work all the time. Uh, he's a cool guy. You know yeah. What I, mean? I feel like I feel like the sound we use, I feel like I'm always reinventing myself, though. So I don't want to be stuck in a box to where it's like, and I feel like the reason where it's like, I know I'm ranting like a mother, but I feel nah, like you got to, bro. when you think about our sound, it's totally different all the time. Like the classmate stuff is going to be super live. You know what I'm saying? It's like live instrumentation and everything like that. The Days 185 stuff might be super moody. You know what I'm saying? Something where you want to listen to with your girl or if it's a late night and it's dark, it's raining. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I was just thinking that when I was listening to uh, all of the stuff you've worked on this week. Mm-hmm. I've been like, all right, I'm, I'm interviewing Ron. Um, let me sit back and let me listen. Yeah. So I went through the classmates. I went through the Ramiro Chavez catalog and also went through the Days on 85 stuff. And I was like, that's three different people. Yeah, it sounds different. It sound like, totally different. You, you got a split, split personality. I mean, I I want to say, like, me personally, I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. I'm, I'm the same person on a mic or, with, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't, like, I don't like that, the whole concept of, like, oh, this person, I'm, I'm this person when it's this time and I'm this I'm like, I'm the same person. It's just, like, you have different tastes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when you eat food. Like, some nights you want, might want to have, like, some tacos from Taco Bell. Like, Facts. from Taco Bell. Facts. And then some nights you want, you want to have a filet mignon. You feel me? If you the same person, yeah. Buzz, just like okay, I really want this. So for me, it's like I feel like sometimes I can make really, really moody, dark eight oh eight music. Sometimes it's like I can make pop music. Sometimes it's like I can make funk music. You yeah. Know what I'm it's I feel like everybody is like that though in life. You feel me? Like, yeah. I feel like everybody's like that, but sometimes people get comfortable and they only do a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, well, I'm good. Really, I feel like I'm really good at making music. Period. Right. Not like I'm just really good at making this one style. So. So have you thought about going back to rapping? Any just bullshitting I, around? Listen, I've been rapping a lot lately on like, like well, working with K on Days Eight Five. I gotta rap. Okay. Like a lot of stuff, I have to rap. So you consider that more your rap bag? I, yeah, I'm like I'm not gonna ever like I'm never gonna like rap like like Hitman Holler or nothing like that. Yeah. Like I ain't, I ain't I'm not that advanced. Right. Know? But I feel like I have real life bars. Okay. Like. Me and Luck talk about it all the time. Like when me and Luck do records together, mm-hmm. like, I always be like, "Bro, I want real life bars. I want bars that people live everyday life and say, not just like yeah. a punchline or a metaphor. I want like real life bars." Okay. Like, okay. Like a new song I did the other day. I said, uh, "I said I started sipping lean after closed curtains. Like that's a real life bar for people who know me. You know what I'm saying? I th- because wait, 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 wait. Closed curtains. That was one of the first mixtapes I put out. That's Ramiro Chavez. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. now, okay, cause, okay, yeah. it all it it all connects for so, me. So and then that just went down. Like I was had a rough part of my life at that at that point, and I had moved to L.A. and it was just like you know whatever. Was that listen? This is this is a wild question, but you said some wild shit around me, so I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> was this the times when you would mix the goose and the lean, bro? Yeah, right around the same time. Okay. It was just super okay. wild, but it's just like that was because you know you try to find yourself. You yeah. City, yeah. Yeah. Do the most. It was just super, you know, reckless. But at the same time, it was like, you know, experimental. Um, 
And I was ne- I, I'm never the one to like glorify any of that. You feel me? Like, or to be like, you know, it's in songs. It's in songs. But I feel like music sometimes is your um, is your canvas. You gotta paint that. So, with your lean bag, mm-hmm. would that be where you created um, the joint that's on? Uh, I think it's Under Pressure Two. The uh, uh, what is it? Front page. Uh, nah, I was really heavy you on the, the lane. Yeah, okay. Okay, that was okay. That was that was. I actually did that hook though. We were living in um, I was living in L.A. Okay. Yeah, it was just like it was something we had, and Frankie was like, um, I think Jordan and I love us have good on this. It did, it did, man. I, 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 listen. Us, despite any differences I have Mm -hmm. on that side of the world, I give niggas props. That's a good fucking record. Nah, it was dope, and like, like um, we originally, I originally did that that hook. Fun fact, I did that hook for. um, Okay. Yeah, cause that's that is that is a fucking phenomenal track. Uh, that shit. What else was I listening to? That day's on eighty five. Shit. That is that that that's a whole nother like. That's, that's the most fun I've ever had making any music outside of. Um, we did ready to live for Stack World back in like two thousand eleven, twelve. Walk walk me a little through that. Through that, like ready yeah, ready to live, and kind of like par- parallel parallel it with the days on eighty five because oh, you yeah. say that's kind of yeah, the yeah. most fun time. What kind of separates you working with Stack Boys and then you working with K, and then what kind of you know what I'm saying? Because listening to those two projects, um, the 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 ready to live stuff is real sample based, yeah, um. It's 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 melodic, but then it's also that stuff to where it's like, damn, I, I want to go have a good time, and I want to come home and have sex with my old lady. Yeah, with your old lady. Yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I ain't gonna lie, my boy Tay say some shit now. Tay- Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest. The thing, the thing I like about both of those projects the most, and it's like, and that's five, six years in between. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, those are the most fun I've ever had making projects. Okay. Um, with Ready to Live. Like Tay and Jordan literally came to my house, and we had a meeting. Me, Tay, Jordan, um, Snook, uh, my boy Tro, like a like it was probably four more people, and we, they was telling us what they wanted, mm-hmm. and, like, the sound they wanted, and, and the direction they wanted to go into. And like remember, this is like way before like um, they did Dammy Lady or anything like that. No, I remember. So this was I remember like, the original drop. Like I remember the original drop of Ready to Live. And I also remember the redrop yeah. when they did it. I wish we could re redrop it. No, for <laughs> real, because that shit is great. Like they even J- Jordan one time, man, he let me hear a fucking uh, a beat with a hook mm. that's in the, the archives yeah. that him and Tay was supposed to do. Yeah, it was it was so organic because oh we literally set up a schedule. Right. Um, at this time, there there wasn't a speak life at all. Yeah. So and the. There was the lab. Jordan Easler was about sixteen. Cause Whoa, this okay. was this was around the time. Now yeah. this is how crazy life is. This was around the time when I first met Jordan Easler, uh-huh. and I remember this is cause this is kind of around when I first got into DJing. Mm-hmm. I came to his crib to do drops. Dog, the man had his closet. He had everything out of the closet. There was a glass in the room. He had a Mac. He had everything set up. The studio quality was still amazing. Oh, I already know. Like, if he, we I don't know if, if if he ever showed you them pictures, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh my god! But that's pretty much like 
like back in the day, like I used to have people come to my mom's crib. Mm-hmm. And I, but like I would have to charge them to come to my mom's crib because you know my mom like you, you got people coming. Same with him. So, Same like, with him. You know what I mean? They can't do that for free. You feel me? So, Same. You know, I charge him. a little bit and they give to my mom's. Well, I wasn't even keeping the bread. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it was like that's just what I wanted to do. But um, but yeah, we was like we literally set up. We was recording three days a week, um, at Snook Crib, and we had to set up. And it was me, Jordan, Tay, Snook, and Tro, like three days a week for like a month and a half, two months. And we went in there fresh ideas. It was nothing old, like fresh ideas. We would sit down. I'll probably start up a sample track like when we did um, "Beautiful Sand." It was um, mm. I was literally listening to Floor Tree all day. Yeah. Like for no reason at all. Like I was just, just woke up. Like what's up? And I, I heard that I heard that loop, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna sample this." And I sampled it, and it was literally playing for thirty minutes. So we got all the footage. If ever we want to make a documentary, or something, no, y'all yeah. should y'all 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 really should do a documentary yeah. and and redrop like aside from all the differences between you know. The stack boys. Yeah, yeah. If we if we all that shit, and do that, that'd be great. Man, like e- even if y'all could get together and y'all could do that track that that Jordan got in that that laptop. I would love to. We we were supposed to do Ready to Live too, and it was gonna be the same oh, setup. Like shit. I wanted to get all together and just like do re re rework it. But you know, life ain't like that sometimes. You right. You know, stuff happens. You right. Like literally, like everything. Like we were freestyle hooks, and like I think on that beautiful set, I was like, if you were a saint, then you would be a saint. And Snoop was like, nigga, that's it. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was saying. It was just like something came out. Yeah. And then it was just everything flowed right. And it was just perfect. But to parallel that with Days 185, um, I was unemployed at the time. Okay. And um, I had just moved. Uh, I was living up here, but I was sleeping on couches in Atlanta. And Kay had just got a new job or whatever when he was traveling. So he was like, bro, if you want to get on the road with me, you can. Yeah. So we, we, started going, we started going to different cities. And we recorded the whole project in hotel rooms. Like literally hotel rooms. Hold, hold, hold on. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You mean to tell me y'all rode up and down the highway, dropped in a hotel, My set up shop. He to work, but he had to travel to go to work. Okay. So I was with him. So what we wow. do is like whatever hotel we was in, we had the computer, we had the interface, we had the mics, we had the headphones. Yeah. That's all we needed. And we had a beat pill, which I think I left in one of the hotels because I can't find that job. So, Damn. So like we had a beat pill. Like we made 1000 in Tennessee. Um, okay. Off of Beat Pill. Okay. Marriott. Wow. Marriott. I forget what city we was in. It was like some like small city, but um, yeah, bro. Like, and we finished in Atlanta. We was at the W for. We stayed in the W for a week, a whole week at the W. And it was around the time it was like a tornado or something. So like, there was a ton of people in Atlanta. Yeah. And the W was packed. Right. So we would have people come over. We would have like. Um, Tim was living in Atlanta, so he would come by and listen to stuff. Yeah. Um, we had a videographer come by and start filming some stuff. We had some women come by and listen to the music. Just to get a vibe. Just to get a vibe. Facts. And, and, like, we had, I had my bass player. He, he drove from Greenville to Atlanta to play the bass. I went to a studio. I had Ray Louise, who's featured on Almost. She, um, we had to go pick her Ray up. Ray Louise, Ray Louise. She, 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 she done a lot with y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I never knew that I was a girl. I just yeah. learned something new. Yeah, and she's dope, too. No, nah, she's fire. She's fire. Any any time I've ever heard her, oh, I seen her name, her uh, Stacy Bart. Yeah, Stacy. Y'all, who, y'all only work with the best. So, Try to. I mean, it's it's all love. Oh, we bring out the best in people. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so you being in the music industry on a major scale, also being in it on an underground scale, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the state of those? I love where music is right now. Love it. I'm not just saying that because I'm like in it. I love it. Like I feel like 
in every generation it's like bad music and it's great music every generation and I'm not even gonna say bad music it's just music that's not for you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like if you 30 you probably don't wanna listen to Lil Pump sometimes Some, and sometimes you cause I'm damn near 30 but sometimes but, that little little Pump come on I'll be saying. like oh okay but, but it's not like an everyday okay. thing no that's saying? a fact like, that's honestly, a fact Every day, I don't want to hear lyricism every day. It's sometimes where I'm like, okay, well, I just want to hear some turn up music. If I'm going out to a club, like, if I'm going out to a club to turn up, I don't necessarily want to listen to Frank Ocean. But on my regular Monday through Friday, right? when I'm at the crib, and I might just be eating some rich crackers. Right. Hey, put that Frank Ocean, put that Pink Matter on. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, okay. You know what I mean? But it's like, I think it's music for different moods. Yeah. But I love where it's at now. And then working with different people and... Like, seeing the talent that's, like, in the area. I love untapped talent because I love, like, seeing people grow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Especially my, like myself. Like, it's a ton of, like, amazing people around here. Though. Like, every second is amazing. He from Greenville. Um, uh, Luck is amazing to me. You know what I mean? Luck. Jordan is amazing. Tay's amazing. Um, it's a lot of people who I feel like are amazing artists. I just feel like it's just stuff that has to happen. A shift has to happen in order for them to get to the next level. I think currently... I think we're witnessing that moment. Yeah. Um, I've been saying it since since I seen it. Mm-hmm. When I watched Double S come up when they were PBG, yeah. I watched it and I was one of those people. And I I, I think I've told them boys to their face. I was like, I wasn't a fan out the gate. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched them and I kept watching them because something said, keep watching this. Yeah. This is going to this this is going to be the dis- disturbance that we need. Yeah. Um, I watched them. I think it was the first Upstate Uncut mm-hmm. when Rento and Terrence, they, they went to the club with them and they cut on one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the club knew every word. That's crazy. Which which threw me off because I was like, oh shit, like I've I've never seen this. Like yeah. even when Jordan and them boys and, and, and even when Dammy Lady would come on, people knew all the words, but that was the only one. Yeah. It was to the point to where every single yeah, song, every song yeah. they knew it and I was like, what that's the? What, that's what you want to get to. I had to see what I was missing, yeah. so I went back and listened, and I said, "Damn, this this shit actually catchy." Yeah. So for a long time, I would tell everybody, "I'm saying, all right, what's gonna have to happen is they're gonna get signed, mm-hmm. they're gonna shine the light on us what here in the town." Yeah. So everybody needs to be on their piece of cues. Don't stop doing what you're doing because you have to have every type of genre, every type of everything for 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 the music to come out of here to be. Perfect. Exactly. For you to have one of those cities to where you everybody can do everything, mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. And I think now, kind of with NG, with his deal with 300 and, and Slime, I think he's um, cut a deal with with with, uh, with some people. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say any names, but I think he's got a deal okay. in the works. Um, but I think now is the time. So if if you know, and that's great, man. I'm like I don't I don't even know them, but it's like I'm super excited. You know what I mean? I think y'all's production behind them rapping would, would be lit. I would love, like... I think y'all is, could do that. I would love to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love connecting with people, period. Especially from the same city or from mm-hmm. the same area. From the same state, even. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I love it because it's like, nobody's made it out of here, like, to that level. You know what I mean? I mean, people have, but it's like... Damn, who? I mean, you got, like, uh, Toro, Toro Imoa. He from Colombia. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Toro Imoa is from Colombia. Yeah, from Colombia. Say word. Yeah, he's from Colombia. And I, I figured that out because one of my young boys told me. I was just like, I didn't even know him like that though. Like, I think I was playing Grand Theft Auto and one of his songs was on there. And he was like, Your fan from Colombia. 
And I was like, oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think. I think Wait, now I got to do research. Because yeah. he been where he he been on Travis Scott shit. Yeah. He fuck with Top. He fuck with Top. He fuck with all my favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah. No, he's dope too. He's dope. Oh, yeah, he's, shit. He's older though. He's like, I think he's like maybe 29, 30. He's older than me and you. So, um, where? But um, yeah, it's a few people. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, now with um, like, like, like a lot of the actors, like Chadwick Boseman being from Anderson. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. Awareness is coming to South Carolina, mm-hmm. but it's like we've always been passed over. Like you know, what I mean? you got North Carolina, which has the best basketball teams in North Carolina and Duke, and you got Michael Jordan, who's from North Carolina. I mean, shoot, you got a ton of white people from North Carolina. You got Andy Griffith. You know, what I mean, a lot of the big people who everybody knows from North Carolina, then you already know what Atlanta is. So yeah, we're we're just like in between that. Yeah, so it's like it's hard to compete when you got you compete with Michael Jordan and. <laughs> Martin Luther King, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, that's a got, fact. You feel me? Like, you got Atlanta, North Carolina. So we got to compete with that. And we don't really have a ton to compete with um, as far as talent. That's what people think, but we do. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have a ton of talent, but it's not a lot of eyes here. So a lot of people have to go elsewhere. To yeah, I think I think it. for the people that have made it, I think they've traveled outside of the eight six four, the eight zero three, and the eight four three. I mean, and it's good to travel outside, but always yeah. bring that to the crib. No, that's a fact. That's a fact because I always my my biggest thing was if I was to do like I want to, because I've always had dreams of becoming an A and R. I just want to be in the background. Yeah, I just want to help people create classic albums, put them out, but I would also come back and I would set up shop. In Spartanburg, yeah. like I would have a corporate fucking building here. Give that hope. Yeah, because I know at any given day I'm gonna find that next talent because it's it's, it's fucking abundant. I mean, y'all, double uh, S. Um, There's so many. It's people who got like forty plays on SoundCloud. Like like a lot of those folks from from like the Jet Lag Awards. Bro, I, I literally after the awards, I went to the crib and um, one of the young ladies who was nominated. She performed a night swing. I had never heard her. Oh, before. shit. You've never heard never Swank? Heard, never heard any of her music. Man, and, listen. Um, while we were sitting down, the song, I was like, bro, this song hard. And every second was behind me. He was like, mm-hmm. she hard. I literally, the next day, I went to the crib, and I was on YouTube, and I watched her video. And I reposted it on Instagram and everything, like, in my story. And I was like, yo, this is hard. And um, she was like, thank you. You know what I mean? No. And I was like, this is so dope. And then even the other girl, uh, there was another girl. Her name was uh, Lady Vuitton. Tough. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tough. Hold on. You had never heard Lady before that night? Sometimes I'd be under a rock with stuff like that. Nah, I understand, but it's. Damn, I would have thought. Now, listen. I would have thought Lady would have been hit your radar. Nah, but like the thing thing is, like, I do music so much. When I'm not doing music, I'm in the crib chilling. Yeah. Like, I'm a homebody. You know. Yeah. I'm chilling. I'm being the father. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm chilling. So like, see, I have a I have a lot of free time at work. With yeah. me on them trucks, bro, I I just be on it. I just be you know I fucking fall into a wormhole. Yeah. So I be sitting there, and then I also got Tariq, Rento, mm. um, Terrence, Sly Planet. I got them niggas. They young, so they're on shit. Yeah. So whenever they find the shit, they're sending it to me, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So then I do my own personal research, and it's like. Bro, how the fuck have I never heard this shit? Yeah. And then I just go back and listen to everything. Like, Liddy got a song. Um, what's that shit? Diggy's Interlude. Yeah, no, I heard that. <sighs> the joint, the joint, like the, the other song she got though is literally like one of my favorite songs to listen to. Which one? They're like, uh, oh, oh shit. Yeah, oh my god. Oh yeah. Bro, oh shit. It's so hard. It's so hard because it's like the melody is so. Yeah. Hard. 
Yeah. I watched her uh I watched a video of her performing. Mm-hmm. She performed the joint Pipe It Up. She was at some little shit, man. And she's got this thing to like her song got that bop. Yeah. But then she'll stop in the middle of the song and just get sexy with it. And I was yeah. like, that is fucking genius. Yeah. Because Cause she ain't rapping nor singing. It's like, yeah, it's it's this it's crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's like this crazy melody thing going on. It's like you know, I want to turn up, but then you have the the common sense to be like, wait, this is turning up, but I just gotta stop and I just gotta get my swag on. Yeah. And I'm a girl, yeah. so I'm gonna give you that sexy with it. Nah, she's tough. Man, Her music is tough. yeah, like yeah, both of them. They they both. Yeah, tough. and and um, I think I may have seen something like they may be working on some shit together. That'd be dope. I would Which I think, yeah, I, I'd be like, wow. Call me for the Real talk. Or call me just to do some ad libs. Real talk. I just, I want to be in the studio. I just want to be in the corner, just to be like, like I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I'm a real fan of like people who people call local people. I'm a real fan of these. People. Oh yeah. Like a yeah. real fan. Like I listen to, I listen to Jay's physique a lot. I listen to every second, twenty four seven a lot. I listen to Chaos music a lot. Not because we're in a group. Right. Like a lot. Yeah. Like. I'm not one of those people who just play your music because you in the car. With me. No, that's a fact. Like I listen, I would listen to it when I pulled up. Right. You know I mean? So like, my favorite song to listen to, um, well, my favorite artist, Daquan, uh, my boy Daquan. Mm-hmm. All of his shit, I'm just like, this shit is fucking great. But Luck got a song in the tuck. Him and Frankie did. Um, it, it it's probably the best song I've ever heard him do. I probably not heard it. I just hopped on a record with him and um, him and that Frankie. Just but this is this is like some old. When I was in the White House, they did it. Oh wow! Like I watched Frankie cook up the beat live, and the whole time he's cooking up this beat, I kept saying something, and I guess that spawned luck to be like, wait, I gotta fucking rap and I gotta use what he's doing, and it, they did it. They let me do like some some shit talking on it, and then uh-huh. they let uh, Steve's get on the back end. Mm-hmm. When we finish, I think I got in his laptop and let you hear it. Yeah, let's do that. But um, yeah, that shit might be the best shit ever. Hey. Back from a small break, uh, yeah, we had to let in another member of the BHB. Uh, shout out to Raheem in the building. Um, so Ron, yes sir. Give me son of uh, son. I can't even fucking talk. Let me <laughs> give me some of your guilty listening pleasures. Like, what's some stuff you listen to that people don't know you listen to? Oh, it's a ton of stuff. I listen to John Mayer all the time. Um, nah, I can't. Like, yeah, I about to say that's that's not really. You probably say like, yeah, like from the music I make, you probably wouldn't think that. Nah, you can tell. Y'all like guitars. I love guitars. Yeah, y'all love guitars. Um, <laughs> I listen to. I'm trying to think who like people wouldn't think I listen to. It's some songs. That I listen to that I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like, uh, it's a song out right now called Tequila. I don't know if it's a country song, but it's hard. Like, it'd be like, when I drink tequila, no, I still. It's hard. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And the night I was listening to it, I like, I literally went to the store, and got some eighteen hundred. I was like, bro, this is tough. I need some tequila. You got silver. You got gold. Nah, uh, I was on the coconut. You got the flavors. Yeah, it was hard too. Mm. It was delicious. Ooh wee! Eighteen hundred cut the check. Yeah, um, we need those. We need them. But uh, need those liquor sponsorships. I listen to. It just depends on my mood though. Like I listen to like trap music a lot more than people would think. 
Um, I think not, I think if you're from the south, you're gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard, it's hard. It's hard not to because it's everywhere you go. Like I got a cousin that's really all he listened to. See, um, I can't just listen to trap music though, because then I feel like like my mind start to boggle up. But yeah, yeah, like, it's tough. See, me personally, like I, I listen to trap music. I listen to a ton of gospel music. I don't make okay. music, but like okay. growing up. You know, we in the Bible Belt, and I used to have to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so I love, like, my favorite singers. Most of my favorite singers are gospel singers, like, from... Jim no, because they got it. They so, got it. Uh, Any of them whinings, I mean, like, those gospel singers, they... I love gospel music, first and foremost. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's one, like, I love gospel music. I don't make gospel music, but I love gospel music. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's nothing really crazy that I listen to that people wouldn't expect, I don't think. Right. Um... Like I watch a lot of stuff people wouldn't. Any like, random so. pop artist. Pop. Any of that mainstream top one hundred stuff that ends up on um the Grammys, you like, what is this song? I've never heard it before. I'm usually like, what is this song? Yeah, this like this year when I watched the Grammys, I was like most of the performances, I was like, I've never heard this. And they're up for a Grammys. Like that one song with Young Thug on it. Nah, I think I've, I've heard, heard it, but I've only heard Young Thug's verse somehow. That song's actually really hard. The Havana Banana, yeah, I can't. I, I don't oh really listen God. to like a ton of pop music though, because it's just not my lane. Um, I mean, I, I can. The pop music I listen to would be more so like it's not pop because what he did was like New Jack Swing with Bruno. What Bruno did last year. Yeah, Bruno. I like, Bruno took the he took the nineties and brought him back. Yeah. That's it. And I, I ain't I mad at it. I don't like it. the word pop though, because I feel like pop means popular, which which would, to me would be hip hop music. Oh no, that's a fact, but. So. See, but the thing about me is the way, the, <laughs> the way, the way that I describe pop music is um, stuff that I'm not listening to. If it's on Hot 98.1, um, 95.1, B93.7, stuff like that, local radio stations in the A64 area, I know somebody's gonna hear this and be like, "What is that?" But that type of music. Mm-hmm. Now, hip hop is the most popular genre. Yeah. It is the the biggest export of the U.S. Yeah. Um, but it's still hip hop. Yeah. I don't ever want to call it pop because I don't want to change like it in my pop. mind. I feel like the word pop got a negative thing. It does. So that's why I don't pop, call it that. Yeah. Fist pumping music, you think of, you know what I mean? Like, if I walk into the white bar, it's on. That's what you think. Freaky Friday. That's why I'm saying I think that genre should have a different name. Damn. Pop. What would we pop call it? Popular. I don't know. Shit. Everything else has a genre name. That doesn't even make sense for that to be just called pop. Right. Pop just, it's just short for popular. Right, I like, feel you. To me, Michael Michael Jackson, they call him the king of pop. But at the same time, it's like, okay, is he the king of... He's not the king of fist-pumping music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's he's the king of, you know, really great music that became popular. You know right. I mean? So, I don't know. That's just, you know, me thinking out loud. But I just think that um, that word pop, just need, maybe that genre needs to change. No, 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 I could, I could totally dig it. Um, I'm get another shot of this Jack Daniels one No, that's a fact. Today, today we sponsored by Jack Daniels and Yingling Lager. Um, I think my boy Heem just walked in with the Golden Monkey. They all need to cut the check. Um, he also got the pack on it. I right, don't, don't nobody cut the check on the pack unless you're out of California. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> so um, recently, you and uh, K Austin. Yes, sir. Well, no. Well, it'll be you and Chaos and you yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all uh, won that jet lag award. Yes, sir. Brought that to, yeah. So um, 
tell me about you know your experience at the awards and and what it was like to perform and what it felt like to actually win that award. Although y'all should have been nominated year one, year two. I, I think we we were nominated <laughs> last year for a couple. Year two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because technically, technically, it's year two. Yeah, this, um, this was three right here, right? Yeah, this was year three. Okay, yeah. So yeah, year two we was nominated. I tell you a thing. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this on on wax. I'm gonna tell you this out loud. The original process of those jet lag awards, I don't think you guys were nominated. I know, I think somebody might have said something online or something about y'all not having those. But the reason y'all didn't necessarily get into that that first year was because y'all were past that. Um, I felt like it was more of a a nuts hang moment for y'all, um, you know, not to have that because y'all had done so much up to that point. Um with everything that y'all had accomplished yeah. at that point in time. My thing for y'all was, in my mind, I actually, I don't even know if I said it, I might have thought about it, and, and it just slipped my mind because when dealing with stuff like that, you you get told so much and you tell so much that everything kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but y'all should have probably gotten like notification to be like, you know, y'all are legends at that point. Because um, the classmates in, what, 20, I think that was, what, 2016? Y'all had already been on a couple major things. Y'all had already dealt with the big time artists. Y'all had been in LA making moves, um, doing things. But that's that's just my spiel on that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, you know, let your nuts hang. Y'all the classmates. Um, Listen, I, like like I say all the time, bro. Like I'm always gonna be from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Like it don't matter. Like, right. Where I live at the rest of my life, I, I was born in Mary Black Hospital. Ooh, because, okay. Like I'm from. Here. I'm a regional baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My son's a Mary Black baby, hey, though, by the way. That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you're like, I'm always going to be with Spawn, but nobody can take that from me. So, I, I never, like, I have conversations with people like this all the time. I'm like, bro, like, I'm never too busy for anything. So, when people be like, yo, I was going to hit you up for this track, but I know you'd be busy. Like, bro, don't ever do that. Like, just okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never too busy. Especially if we cool. Like, we, we come, like, I don't know you for so long. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, literally shot a video at your crib. Yeah, you know man. On that's, damn, board, bro. bro. So it's like that's good never, times, bro. I could never in my life be like, like turn my shoulder to you. you no, know nah, I feel you. I don't know luck for so long. If luck ever hit me for a verse or a hook, I could never be like, nah, bro, I ain't doing it. I'm right. For you. I can never do right. that. Because to me, that's fate. Like, right, I feel you. Even, yeah. even, even when I hit you about doing this interview, because in my mind, like, Coming up with this concept, I was like, all right, bet. Like, I got to find somebody to to do my inaugural first interview. Yeah. Um, even when I hit you for that, you was like, should I bet? Like, yeah. no, it, it was like, I was like, damn, that was fucking easy. Like, <laughs> Bro, I don't ever want to be no, I, I, I don't, I think it's a negative connotation when people say, oh, you're approachable. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't think that's bad. I feel like I'm an everyday person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter if I'm in a room with Beyonce, I still got to get back in the room with my mom. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? that's a fact. No matter if I'm in the room with Jay Z, I still sit down with my pops. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like it's the same thing. People are people. You feel me? Like at the end of the day, if we judging people off bank accounts, there's a lot of people who can't talk to a lot of people. Shit, I can't you know talk to half the world. I'm gonna be real with you. But you know what I'm saying? But if <laughs> life was based like that, right? yeah, like that'd be trash. No, nah, I feel you. Because people are people. I can have a really great conversation with a homeless man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can have people who stuck up and think because they got money they're better than. Everybody. I hate those kind of people. Money don't money don't make you cool. Money don't make you a great person. Money right. don't make you in a different tax bracket. Right. So I'm always I'm always easy to talk to. I always want to be that person 
I don't care if I got 10 Grammys. If you're an up-and-coming artist in Spartanburg or Greenville or South Carolina or anywhere in the world and you want to ask me a question and I'm at the airport and we sit next to each other and you just want to ask me a question, let's have a conversation. Word. Word. If I, if, you know, sometimes you have bad days and you don't want yeah, to talk Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, other than that, Come on, bro. I understand that, man. So yeah, so 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 walk me through um the jet lag experience, man. Uh, it was amazing. I want to say shout out to Rento first and foremost. I always tell Rento every time I talk to him, I'm proud of everything. I just met Rento like a year and a half ago, two years. Really? Yeah, I ain't. I haven't known Rento that. That's long. my fucking but, guy. But like every time me and Rento talk, I say, bro, like I see something in Rento. Like I feel like he got he about to be out of here. You feel me? Because he got to he yeah. think differently. Yeah. Everybody want to be artists. Everybody want to be. Producers, rappers, and not a lot of people want to be the, the person who's putting on. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of people don't want to be the listen, publications. That's you know what man? gravitated me to them. Yeah, like a lot of people want to be on the magazines, but don't know the people who run the magazine. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You want to be on TMZ or maybe not TMZ, but you want to be on any kind of you know main platform like that, but you don't know the person who's running the platform. Oh yeah. And if you know the person who's running the platform, it makes things a whole lot easier. Or if you become the person running the platform, you can dictate what you want to put up there. Yeah. You can you can you can you can change people's lives. Right. By giving them exposure. You know what I'm saying? Like Rento is doing a great job. Shout out to everybody at Jetlag, but um, Jetlag TV, bitch. We had a great time, bro. Great time, great great performance last year. I wasn't able to make it. I was there, but I had just got to the hospital, so had some complications, so I wasn't able to perform. So this year, yeah, I, was I remember. On my list like to perform. You feel me, like? So all year, I was hoping, I was like, I hope Rental asked us to perform. And so when he did, I was like, man, let's get the, let's get the band together and, and, and put this uh, live arrangement together. Let's get the smoke machine. Let's get the outfits together. Let's get the mix right. So it was great. And to win, just capped it off. Uh, I had a great night. Um, me and Kay were super excited. The trophy's actually with me, <laughs> even though we, uh, we tied with that one. So even so, though the trophy's in my position. Yeah, he can come by and see it anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, I mean, I, I, I remember that, that first year when y'all performing and, and I was like, man, what's up, man? You going to do He's like, you know, you, you kind of, I, I could tell in, in how you said it. You was like, nah, not, I can't do it right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, my boy, my boy K went up there and did his thing. But to see y'all together yeah. and no, to no, rock it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we were going to perform separately. Play. We, you know, we put out our own music separately. Yeah. But that's our first time, like, performing together. Like, what? trying to get the chemistry down. He's really, really, like, Kay is a rapper and a singer's body. Kay is a rapper, period. Like, rap mentality. So he's a rapper. So he's going to jump around the stage. I can't, I, I've, I've, listen, that's, that's my biggest thing is I don't know how to classify him. He's, I'm trying rapper. to figure it out. Like, he's, like, and I know, like, the artist is, is, is the title that we use, but everybody has that thing that kind of leans them over to one side. Yeah. Either you know it, it doesn't matter what you say when you're an artist. Mm-hmm. Like I hear a lot of people say that, but there's always that one thing that, when pinpointed out, it's going to lean you more to that side, and that's kind of what I feel like you should be. So I don't, I don't know. Like, is he a rapper? Is he a singer? Like, he he does this thing, like, and and the voice is an instrument. Mm-hmm. No matter how we put it, the voice is an instrument. Kanye says it all the time, and you can tell it kind of with the music that we're hearing now, um, in the world, but. Something's gonna tip you over the scale, yeah. and I'm I'm trying to see it. It's hard though. He's just overall artist. I mean, and this is not me. Just this is my brother, but I feel like with him, like I'm in awe sometimes. Like looking at him make music, cause I'm like, bro, like 
like a song everybody loves from us is uh, a song we got called Breaking Point. And like when I got which one is that one? It's like it got a sample in it. It'd be like I'm about to lose my. It's like always, 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 always. That's the hook. Okay. Okay. But, um, yeah. Like, that's a song. Anybody who actually listens to Days on E Five when they when they talk to us, they be like, we love Breaking Point. And it's a slower record. Yeah. Like, I K produced this record from top to bottom, and I came in. He already had his verse there, but it was like one big long verse. It wasn't no hook. Mm-hmm. And he trusts me, so he was like, Ron, I just need you to make this a song. So when I sat down. I move some hi hats around, put some breaks in there, move a sample a certain way, put a filter on this, and and then I say, yo, I'm gonna take this part of your verse and take it out, and this is the hook right here, and we are gonna do this, and then I just put a verse on there, and it. But a lot of people may look at that and be like, Ron is a great producer. I look at it like K is a genius because this nigga can make art. It's so great when you can make art and you like, man, it is what it is, and then it becomes something so big, like. This nigga can sing on a song like Fool Feet mm-hmm. and have every woman be like, oh my gosh, I love this song. And then he can rap too. And like, we literally spend, and whenever we on the road, we do not listen to songs. We put on instrumentals and we rap for hours. Wow. Ago. That's an, that's an interesting. Like, cause he listens to all trap music. Right. He listens to all trap music. So any like, little Baby or anything like that, I learned it from him. Right. Nah, I feel that. Um, but so okay, there's a song y'all got. I think y'all sampled uh Jasmine Sullivan. Is it the uh Oh Fears? Yeah. Yeah. Walk me through day. that. We did it. Cause that's yeah, that's uh Days on Eighty Five and Okay. Walk me through that process a little bit. Um shout out to my boy PJ Donald. He pre- um he produced that um, with me. We actually um had the keys for a minute. Like he had, he had played those keys like maybe like two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. Slower, and I had those keys, and I was just sitting on. Them. And one day I was at the crib and I was watching Friends, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the best shows of all time. Um, but yeah, we was watching. Um, I was watching Friends, and um, that scene came up where Ross and Rachel was breaking up. She was just like she needed uh, she needed space, and that really just connected with me. And I wasn't even like in a relationship or whatever at that point but um yeah so um i literally got the sample chopped it up over the keys put it in the same key as that made some drums i called every second i called k and i was like bro we need to put this out tonight and it was actually i was going to one of my homeboys bachelor parties so i was like bro i'm gonna do my um my verse right now i'm sending it over to y'all and k got it he mixed the rest of it up every second killed it and we put it out same night yeah every second is a bit of a problem i um like I heard him on that, and then I think I went back and I listened to a couple of his other tracks, and I was like, "Damn, he's uh, tough. he uh, he up next." Yeah, tough. Um, who else you got up next, man? I mean, you work with a lot of different artists. Who else in your mind is up next? It's he's up every second is up next, 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 next. He's up now. Right. We got we got a mixtape coming out together too. So it's gonna be. Ooh. It's called Every Day. Oh. Yeah. So this is uh every second and days on eighty five. Yeah. Wow. And hopefully one day we get to go on the everyday tour. Damn. That'll be hard. I like that. That'll be hard. How'd you, how, how did you find every every second? I've known him since he was like maybe 18, 19. He's probably like 22, 23 now. Uh, right. At, uh, at another artist's house, his name was Isaiah Haran. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he has different aliases. Uh, one of his names is Wolf. I call him Wolf. But, um, Wolf. Yeah, Why does that sound familiar? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right. Um, but um, we was all at his house, mm-hmm. and 
literally is my boy PJ Donald, who's an amazing producer. K. Austin, every second. My boy Tyler Harrison, who's an amazing producer. Mm-hmm. Um, who's all working on some records. And every second was there. He was just writing at the time. And last year, me and K was headed to Columbia for something. And he was like, yo, bro, you heard um, every second. And I even know, like, I knew his real name. So I was just like, I don't know who that is. So he played me the song called 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, Nigga, this is a record. This is yeah. hard. And I texted him, I had his number. I was like, bro, this you? And he was like, yeah. I said, bro, this is tough. I said, let's work when we get back in town. He said, bet. We've been working for a year and a half straight. Wow. Straight. Wow. So many Yeah, because he, um, you know, at the uh, the rehearsal and shit for the awards, he was talking to me, and I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Because certain shit I'm just not privy to. Yeah. So I'm more of a hip-hop-based guy mm-hmm. in kind of y'all's section of music. I know you yeah. because I know you. Yeah, exactly. I know K. Because I I know K, um so yeah so I'm 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 privy to that but then I listened to that record and then he followed me on Instagram yeah and I was like oh okay that's the every second guy I had yeah. seen his name before because I seen you know the award show you know Luck he goes crazy whenever he see any of his mans mm-hmm. so Luck like yeah 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 so in my mind I'm like okay now this connects mm-hmm. so then I heard the Fears record and I was like yeah all right now we got a problem. Because that shit is gas. Oh, listen, he's he's tough. Like I don't know if you heard, girls just want to have fun. No, I gotta I I gotta go down the wormhole, so I gotta I gotta dive into his catalog. Girls just want to have fun. It's like one of my favorite records. We we got period. right. And he doing the hook on it, crazy. Which is 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 that a day's track or is that his track? Yeah. What? How does it go? Because I listen to y'all it was stuff. When we performed when he came out at the awards. See, the thing is, like a lot of the stuff y'all performed, I'm there for. But in my mind, I'm so, so you know, I'm so production based that I have to, you yeah, know what I'm saying? But I, yeah, I'm listening now. When I listen to my personal time, like I'm listening to the music, but the thing is, I don't hit skip. Like the music is that good to where it's like, I'm not going to hit skip. I don't even have to look and see what the name of this track is. Because the SoundCloud feed, I just hit play and let it rock. You know what I mean? That's my thing. Um, but I do have a couple questions for you before we finish this thing up. Um, first things first. Who are we canceling in 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 music? Uh, R. Kelly just got hit with ten counts. Uh, I feel like anybody who's out here, you canceling? Yay! Nah, I'm not. I'm not canceling them just because I feel like it's still a chance of improvement. Okay. Um, I feel like everybody has their. Bad moments. He, he's he's had you know some awkward moments. Yeah. Um, but he's also done a lot right. for uh, us um, musically uh, and clothing wise. And, right. Know, I had him some Yeezys the other day, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of things that just need. I need answers for. Right. Uh, not me personally, but I think we as a whole. Do you think he'll give it a to us on this Yandy album? I don't want to hear the music for him though. Mm. I'm not really. I don't want to. Hear, I want to hear you. I, if you do all that stuff without music, I want to hear you talk without music. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want to hear the music for him. I feel like it's a way to sell it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to buy it in order to hear it. I want to. I want you to be to talk. You know, have a conversation, um, or just explain explain some some things. You know, maybe mm-hmm. hats and um, explain where your mind is going in a certain place, or just you know take time for yourself. I think I'm. I'm really. I'm really big on. Mental health, like taking time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just oh, 
Clay don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah. He don't owe nobody nothing. He don't have to make no more, more, more albums. Mm-hmm. He don't have to make no more shoes. He don't have to do anything else. He can take time for himself. Get his mind together. Because if you start rushing and you're just trying to do stuff just to do it, you're never going to get better. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily cancel uh, Kanye. I'm not, I, I don't wear Gucci right now, but I'm not wearing Gucci. All right. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, any, I feel like with those brands, I feel like we make those. You know what I mean? Hot anyway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, right. I seen the thing about Burberry and then the new noose. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, Burberry with the noose hoodie, Montclair had the jacket, and Prada, I think. Prada had a, like a, something on their bag or something. Was like it? Face, something. Yeah, something like that. My thing is this. This is not like a mom and pop shop to where it's like, it got past one person. This is getting past hundreds of people mm-hmm. in production. This is getting past 100 people in marketing. Right. You got to think, to, to get that to a runway, mm-hmm. somebody had to make it, somebody had to take a picture of it, somebody had to approve it. And then the model had to put it on. Right. This is hundreds of people who had to say, oh, this is fine. This is fine. So I feel like if people are that insensitive, why are you spending your hard-earned money on that? Okay. I you know feel I mean? that. And a lot, of, a lot of that stuff people are just wearing just because it has a name on it. It could be the same. That same Gucci shirt cannot say anything on it, and you're probably not going to buy it. Okay. I, I can. So I would more so cancel those. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um. So the cancel culture is not really a thing. So let me get your thoughts on some stuff. Um, first things first, Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. What? What's your take on that? If what has if what the last few days has come out to be true, yeah, that's crazy. Right. That's like, and I and I prayers to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like something's going wrong mentally in that in that part. See that that is. That's where, and let me just shout out my favorite podcast. Joe Button said this. He was like, I don't want him to take a mental health turn on this. No. I don't want it because Joe Button said, I can smell it. You know, you get caught up, everybody finds out what's going on. I don't want you to take that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think Jesse, he, he going to need to. Attention base. Attention base. Okay. You want- to me personally, just from the outside looking in, I don't know him. I don't know the situation. Yeah. But I do know that sounds very attention-based to where we're living in a society to where you want to be seen all the time. Yeah, because they're saying that he was um he was looking at being written off. Um, They were also saying things about he was supposed to be having some music come out. Because yeah. even when it happened, Taraji was like, you guys should go stream his music. And it was like... Because, because it brings awareness to people to right. like... Oh man, this this happened to this guy. Let me go look him up, or let me go see what he has yeah. going on. Like, and I, and and like I said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. From the outside looking in, it looked like I want attention. I'm not getting it mm-hmm. as much as I want. And this is shock value. We live in a shock value based right world right now. So I just I I don't I don't like it because I feel like there's other ways to do that. Other ways to grind. Just how he got on that TV show. Yeah. Pro. If you gotta push the reset button, push the reset button. Yeah. But don't necessarily That's my thing though. If you if you had the you know, the ability to get on a nationally televised show, a show that in the beginning was rated high, yeah. um, good storyline, everything about it was great, you know, there was some some backlash due to the fact of you being the homosexual mm-hmm. 
character and having to kiss and, you know, all that extra shit that happens with the homosexuality, you know, that was extra. But you had the ability to get on that TV show and make a name for yourself. And did a great, did a great job. Yeah, a, a fucking phenomenal job. I mean, me not, you know, I'm I'm not so so big on everything he had to do. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, you, you're a good actor. He's a great actor. You know what I mean? I think, like I said, some people are afraid of that downfall. Some people are like, I'm yeah. here, I don't ever want to go back, so I'm going to do whatever I got to do to stay here. Yeah, it's not that deep. Sometimes you got to hit the reset button. <laughs> hate crime is, I'm, I'm not going to stage a hate crime to nah, get on, man. Not, not in the climate where we're at right now. Yeah, it's, you got yeah. people out here praying for you, like literally praying for you. Yeah, they praying for you. Then I've I've heard reports of um the guy from New Jersey. I'm not sure of his name. Uh, Shit, what's the politician from up there? Uh, Cory Booker, Cory Booker. Shout out to Raheem on that for the for the alley oop. Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, where they were supposed to be having a a bill, anti lynching bill passed for homosexuals. So there's a theory that he may be in cahoots with them. Oh. Um, you know they're kind of trying to vie for a presidential uh, election bid. So you know. Right, right, right. But I mean. If it, if 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 what's had if what's come out in the last few days is true, then it's like oh man. But if it's not, then it's like okay. But I don't know what to believe right now. Right, right. Big so. facts. Big facts. Um, what about the uh, YNW Melly situation? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I'm like I said. I'm under a rock a lot, so I've right. heard like one of his songs, which is the one with Kanye. Right. That's that's the song I originally heard. Yeah. I um. Heard any of the other music. Let me tell you. I've listened to some of the other records. Um, I've seen the first day out freestyle. Uh, me and my girl talked about that on the first first episode of the podcast. Um, I've also seen uh, the video, a little bit of the video for Murder on My Mind. But the other day, going through his catalog, something just said, "Go, you know, scroll through the catalog. It's not bad music." Yeah, um, yeah, that's fucking great. But the Murder on My Mind is is that shit is a genius. Like that song is genius. Um, that's a genius song, and then after that song, there's a song called "Mind on My Murder." Yeah, see my young, which boy, is part two. It, my boy Shaq. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, and this young lady was was talking about it, and I was like, I'm not, you know, I don't know his music like that. But when I heard the story break, I was like, Oh my god! Bro. Now the, there's there's reports, you know, that that his camp is saying that these songs were recorded before the incident. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's you know that that's as much I can say on that. But what I'm hearing now is that he may be a psychopathic schizophrenic. No, 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 not psychopathic. Excuse me, bipolar schizophrenic. But okay, so the question is with that: does that still give you? Uh, they give you an excuse to. <laughs> there, there. Let me say, there is no excuse for murder. No. Um. Period. Let me just say that. Unless you're protecting yourself. Yeah. So. That that you know that that may be the one and only excuse, um, and even then, depending on how that even plays out, that can you know be unjustifiable as well. Exactly. Um, but with his situation, if they're saying that he's a bipolar schizophrenic, they're saying that it may be something that just went off in him that day um, to to cause that situation. Which I'm not you know I'm I'm not trying to cape for him. You know, if he is guilty, but at the same time, 
me having members of my family with certain mental illnesses and things of that nature and, and even being around people with them, you know, that, that is very serious. Um, the only thing I can say is is like I said on when I when I talked about it in the first episode is prayers. Yeah. Um, that's that's about as much as I can say. Um It's a scary world out here, man. Like I think with uh, with everything going on with mental mental health and everybody opening up about it, mm-hmm. it's great. Right. Some people deal with it with, you know, drug abuse. Some people right. deal with it with different vices. Um, but I feel like I feel like a lot of times, like in that situation, I feel like there's still like no excuse to taking a life. If 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 they happen, allegedly. Um, mm-hmm. I hope it's solved soon. So mm-hmm. therefore, you know what I mean? If it's not true then, you know, he can go on with uh, with his career and if it is true then, you know, the right things are handled and taken care of. Right, right, right. Now, um, you're a LeBron fan, right? Love LeBron. Right. That's my uncle. Okay. So, um, <laughs> what exactly, what was your reaction when you seen the 2 Chains trailer with LeBron as the A&R? Oh, that was crazy. Um, I actually, like, I was, um, I was, I was laying down trying to go to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes you get on Instagram and you start scrolling and you're just like, okay, at any moment I'm going to sleep. Yeah. So I had it on mute. So I just seen LeBron in the in the studio or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, what is this? And I, can't, I didn't click on it at first So um, I was on my explore page. Right. So then I see he had posted it and I read the caption about him being an A&R. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. And mm-hmm. I, like, I naturally like, like t- 2 Chainz music a lot. Right. And LeBron is my guy, so. And LeBron has a really great ear for music. Mm-hmm. Like, if you follow LeBron, he's always reposting music. He's always, and it's not like he's just listening to the music. He knows the lyrics to songs that just came out today. But, <laughs> well, okay, now, let me let me ask you this, and I'm going to let you get back right, right, right back to it. Um, he doesn't listen to the deep dives. He's listening to mainstream stuff. What, what? it depends, it depends. Like, he's, he, like, my boy Raheem, you know, he he texted me one day. He asked me, he was like, you know, who is this young kid, young young Chris cat he's posting? I was like, young Chris. Mm-hmm. The only young Chris I know is the Young Gunners. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some old Rockefeller shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's been on record saying that he is a Rockefeller stan. Yeah. So, you know, I give him that. But I've never seen LeBron, you know, post like a Baby King, post like an Abra, post like any of these, you know, deep well, cut artists. Yeah, but for you, it, my thing is that if if people are calling him, you know, this this A and R figure, this big deal, you got to be in the trenches with it. Like I get that you're a, a damn near billionaire. No, no, no. But I, if I, you want to, you know, from, yeah. I think to A and R two change project though, you don't necessarily have to do that. Like to be an A and R for a company, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if he was an A. Yeah, but even A&R even a two change project, I'm like, I, I still like my my sick brain is like, yo. I know you two chains. But I mean, of course, you want to see two chains. You know what I mean? I got you. That's like, don't awesome. worry. I'm finna call some boys in. Two chains. I don't know if they gonna have any features on there, but two chains can rap with anybody. So he know, can. He can. I'm proud of him. His beat choices are amazing. He's top five Atlanta ever. Two chains. Facts. Okay. What? Okay. So that, that's a that's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> because top five Atlanta ever. Like, do you separate Andre and? Big boy? No, Big Boy and Andre come as a package. They come as a package. So that's one. Yeah, it's a package. We can do this right now. It's a package. Yeah, outcast. 
You gotta put tip in there. You got yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Right, I give you that. I give you are that. Are we talking about just lyricism? Or are we just no, we giving everything. Okay. So Top five Gucci Atlanta Gucci. ever. Yeah, Gucci. Gucci, Jeezy. Gucci in there. That's harsh. Shit. That's four. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talk about, talk about, talk about. Two chains in there, but then if you talk about ever, you gotta put like Jermaine Dupri in there because he's a producer. But see, Jermaine lyrically. Ah. You, listen, you fucked me up with Luda a long time ago. No, Luda is amazing. You're right, I but you... Like Luda has the best feature verses of all time. I, ah, I, I don't know if he's better than Chains on the feature. Not now. No, not ever. Seriously. I'm serious. Like, that's Luda that's Chris me being a real. Um, DJ Khaled? Which Chris? one? Which one was that? Uh, we used to actually be on the original version. Oh, all I do is win. But he's not, but he's not Chains, bro. Chains literally... Chains has become Lil Wayne of features. I don't know. I don't know nobody. Ah, uh, he's done it. He's done it. I think. I think Chains has done it. Really? Yeah, I think. I. I th- I'm not gonna say he surpassed him, but he's taking that that torch. Like Wayne. Wayne literally was like. We forgot a lot of people. Like who? I feel like we probably forgot like a ton of people. Like who? I miss a ton of people. I mean, I used to say Future was top five Atlanta ever. Cause I feel like I feel like Future has 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 put his his stake in the ground. Um, now that that's the thing. Like when you do a top five, you can go a lot of different ways. You can do lyricism. You can do overall. You can do everything. But I feel like if if when they sit down to do it, the way Two Chains has been rapping, anybody that can get on the track with Kanye West, Pusha T, uh. Shit, Bro. who was on Mercy? Who, who, who? The fuck, who all was on Mercy? Big Sean. Anybody that can outrap, outrap any of you them. Think he had the best verse on Mercy? Oh, he killed him. You think? He killed him. Bro, you think he had the best verse on Mercy? He killed him. I love two Chainz verse with Big Sean versus. No, bro, Chainz killed him, bro. Hold on, bro, because I, now, now I got, I got to actually find the verse. So let me go to Rap Genius. Shameless plug right there. Let me go to Rap I'm Genius. Listening. Mercy. I think Ye had the worst verse, easy. But oh no, he did. But but the way, but but see, Ye <laughs> did. Ye, yeah, he did. He he um, what you call it? The Birdman. He did. He he did the Birdman trick. Where he changed the uh, whole beat up. All right, Mercy. Let me let me just read the first few bars because the first few bars of Two Chains verse probably is the best part. Hold on. I'm gonna yeah. tell you. I'm gonna tell you the best verse. Um. I've ever heard in my life. Here we go. <laughs> he said, okay, now catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time. Drinking champagne on an airplane. Starting your verse off is probably the that's that's easily Man, the way that you kill him. Let me see what big shine is that. Big shine, big shine, big shine, big shine. Sean is underrated. Sean is underrated, but Sean is never really. Sean he ain't done nothing for me. Okay, oh, he's okay. He starts out. Okay, drop it to the flow. Make that ass shake. Yeah. Make the ground move. That's an ass quake. Yeah. Build a house up on that ass. That's an ass state. Yeah. Roll my weed on it. That's an ass tray. Same See, day. but this is so. This verse. This verse is so big, Sean. Yeah, that's early. And and that's the thing about this. Like Big, Big Sean. Sean my favorite verses of all time though. On Paradise? what? Paradise, Paradise. Which one is Paradise? Oh man, I'm illuminated and I know it. 
Probably famous over everything that's enumerated. Like that is so hard, bro. See, see, Big Sean, like, don't, 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 don't let me say like anything disrespectful. Big Sean is a great fucking rapper. He's a great artist. But he's the back of the pack when it comes to those guys he came up with. I don't think so. He is, because he came in with he came in with Drake, Cole, Wale, Kendrick. Tyler the Creator's in there because Tyler the Creator was the young boy. Right? But it, my sick mind, and I'm a, yeah ASAP. But my sick mind, Tyler Creator might have surpassed all of them on a on a, on a different level. Oh, How? He ain't Drake. Drake Drake is the most it's pop. Drake. Drake is the most pop. Let's just he's the most popular. Right I I mean, but I'm saying like Tyler Creator's done it like everything, everything that everybody has done on that on that side. Tyler Creator did it. The only thing Tyler Creator hasn't had is the mainstream success. But melodically, verse wise, everything. Flower Boy. Hard. Yeah. Hard. I think yeah. The no, it should have. Fuck the I Grammys. Like that's probably like one of the greatest movements of artists that they came through in a long time. No, facts. Facts. Like, that's right when we had got to college. You feel me? When yeah. We got to college, it was like, no, that was. Because Cole didn't get big until niggas was in college. I remember Cole came to Upstate to perform. I'm so mad that my dumb ass was like, I don't fuck with that nigga Cole. I ain't going. It was like 50 people out there. I know. I was one of the 50. I be, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm Listen, I'm so proud of you. Had just came out. I'm so proud of you. And he my, rocked it. My homeboy had put me on, uh, on the warm-up was already out here. He put me on Grown Center. Mm-hmm. He left Fam from North Carolina. And I was like, bro, this dude was hard. And I remember I was sitting there. It was him, DJ Dummy. Uh, yeah, still his DJ to this day. Yeah, still his DJ. And they was like rocking 50 people outside. Yeah. Crazy. And I was like, bro, this nigga about to be out of here. And now this nigga doing All Star Weekend, doing a whole concert. Whole concerts. And like, it's, it was a chick from Upstate actually in the crowd. I watched her IG story. Um, shout out to Stu Perb. I seen her. Mm-hmm. She put it up on the story. Rocking. This when Cole got to the middle and he was doing um count it up, yeah. count it up, count it, Bro, count it up. Chills. I'm, Listen, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking when you can see somebody rock fifty people and then go to do that. And I mean, even like his HBO special, I watched it. Facts. Like, close to tears. I remember watching the 2014 in the White House. I was like, bro, I mind you, we was sitting around. It was me, Jordan Collick, Zabo, uh, Luck. I think Steve's might have been there. I know Peas was in there. I think White Boy Allen was in there. Like we was in there and we was all inspired. Like that's when that's when the shit got to moving. It was like, yo, we watching this shit. The nigga from up the road. Nigga from four hours up the street. But that's why I say, I don't think personally, this is me personally, I don't know nothing, but I think Tyler ain't surpassed. He can't it's hard to surpass that. I just feel like on a creative level, he surpassed them all. Now Trap Cole, now Trap Cole is a fucking legend. Let's Trap Cole is a legend in his own. Yeah, like he put on, he he put on the second one. Yeah, mind you, he put the he put a verse on the intro of the Twenty One Savage. Yeah, then he did a verse for Money Bag Yo. Yeah, he's done a lot of trap verses. Mind you, that the whole Kod album was a trap album. Yeah, no, that's no. why I'm going on record telling niggas like this nigga like J Cole is J Cole. He could do it. Like J Cole is the same nigga who's like Love Yours. Yeah. But this nigga Trap Cole, like his alter ego, when he gets into his trap bag, it's a whole like, nother beast. About, if you think about the ATM record, that's like Lil Pump type cadences. Yeah, it's it's, it's Amigo flow. Yeah. It's Amigo like, flow. That's tough, bro. So, 
I mean, I think, like I said before, that's that's one of like the toughest classes. You, that's like the O three NBA draft class. Like, oh no, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can't beat it. Yeah. Whatever negative you gonna say about Drake, you know at least ten Drake songs. You know at least ten Kendrick songs. And that's the thing. Like I'm not, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, mm-hmm. but I listen because it's essentially my job. Yeah. Like I have to be up on. I'm a DJ, so I have to be up on what's hot. Yeah. And J and excuse me, Drake is always gonna be what's hot. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, yeah, Wale and Big Sean in the same boat. It's like it'd be Wale, Big Sean, and uh, I think ASAP's in that boat. Yeah, ASAP's in that boat. ASAP is in that boat. Their core fans are always gonna rock with them. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? But it's like they might not have the top hundred song right now. Yeah. Like whenever Cole put out Middle Child, it's already on the commercial. Yeah. Next day. Yeah. Like like my man Raheem is a um, he's probably the biggest Wale fan I know. But when we have our bouts, it's like, you know, hey, the nigga's not top 10. Like, I'm sorry. That's right now? Wale, no. Nah, I was, no. Now, listen, Wale has one of my favorite mixtapes ever. More About Nothing. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his best project. Yeah. I, I turned it on the other day, and I was listening, and I said, why, why is it that we get mixtapes like that from artists, and they can never get back to that listen, bag? I'm going to tell you something that's crazy. Ambition as an album is amazing. The it first is. seven songs are amazing. Right. Like there's no skips. Right. There's no skips in the first seven songs. How many other albums you done heard like that? Uh Where no skips. I mean like you love the first seven Four forty four. You love the first seven songs? Four forty four? I mean, it's a great album, but do you love the? I love it. Like, I I love the whole album. I I literally can turn on four forty four at any given time and, and listen to it. No, it's it's like fifteen. No, nah, not on four forty four. With the deluxe, it's like fifteen. Oh, Hold we, on. We, we're talking about the record. Wait, let me let me <laughs> to hold your horses All a minute. Is, that album, reasonable doubt. That's like that. that album, but that album by Wale, the first seven songs, bro, and it might be the first eight, but I know for sure the first seven. Like it's nine, 13, 13, so the first seven would end with Bam. So it'd be the first seven of 444 would be Kill Jay-Z, Story OJ, Smile, Caught Their Eyes, 444, Family Feud, Bam. That's a good first seven. That, Jesus that, Christ. I think that album, that album is, is, a, uh, is an album like wine. It gets better as you, you know. Yeah, so the first seven of Ambition would be Don't Hold oh, Your Applause, oh Double M Genius, oh Miami Nights, oh Legendary. Lotus Flower Bomb, Chain Music, Focus. Now this is this 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 is the sick. Go to eight. I'm about to say this is the sick mind of Jay Z. I mean JG, excuse me. Sick mind of Jay Z. Sabotage was a hit. The best, the best two songs on this album. You might have got right. I lied. I lied. The best songs on this album, and I feel like tats should tats on my arm should have been on this album. I don't know why the fuck tats on my arm was not on this album, but that should have been there. So the best songs you got that way, which is on that MMG tape. You got slight work with Big Sean. Bro, Chain Miami music, Miami. Lotus Flower Bomb. Miami Nights is hard. It's a great fucking album, bro. It's it's a great album. So it's great. Don't have like a great great album, like bro. Y'all haven't heard Ambition. Y'all haven't heard Attention Deficit. Y'all say that. No, no, it's it. Why, but but that's that's not even Wale's best shit though. What's his best? One? The best shit probably was the no the album about nothing. No, that's not. His the album about nothing was a fucking genius move. No, it's hard, but it's not better than the mixtape. Oh. I think. I think no, 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 nothing. No, nothing tops more yeah. about nothing. More about nothing, but I think. But I think too. The I think music sometimes. Music sometimes 
it depends on where you at at that, at that moment. You right. Like I feel like when that when that mixtape came out, if I'm not mistaken, I think I was in college or something, or like you know high school. When it came out, oh eight, two thousand. Uh, I think it was like ten. Yeah, around that time, right? So, so right around you was a freshman. Yeah. I might have been like a, a going into yeah so college. Like, with that, I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about like where like I was in life. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I came out. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you get them certain songs, you're going to feel a certain way. When you get older, now you're looking for that same feeling, but you ain't going to get it. Right. That's that's kind of how I feel about Wiz albums now versus Cushion Orange think, Juice. I think you put me on Cushion Orange Juice or something like that. I think what? you was one of those people. Because uh, my, one of my favorite Wiz songs come from that album. Which one? Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Oh, uh, everything's better when you're high. Oh everything's crazy. better when you're high. That's not even the best song on the shit. But I'm just saying. The Kid Frankie. Where I was at. Where I was at in life. No, understood. You know what I'm saying? Understood. Because my girl tell me that shit all the time. She's like, music is all about where you're at. Life. You know. You be looking at people like they fell off. You didn't really fall off. You just was listening to that type of music at that time of life. That's how she came. She be like, you know, Wiz had to change his fan base. I'm like, yeah, he had to change. But at the same time. Why'd you stray away from what created this core fan base? And I always compare it to Currency versus Wiz Khalifa. Currency has never left us with his core fans. I'm and I'm I'm not a stoner. Trust yeah. me, I'm not a stoner. But when Currency gives you what he calls lifestyle rap, mm-hmm. like how you were talking about, you want the life bars. Yeah. That's his thing. He can't give you anything that he hasn't lived. Yeah. I think Wiz, what he does sometimes, he takes the music. And he makes it so that it's, you know, it, it, it's his life, but you live on a whole nother level. That's fair. You know, you don't give me anything to where I can relate as the regular man. Now, there are people that like it, that enjoy it, you know, because yeah. you, you've you done a lot. I mean, See You Again was a fucking genius track. Amazing. You know what I mean? But Currency gave me Pilot Talk 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And Pilot Talk 2, he gave me Airborne Aquarium. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's nothing better than Airborne Aquarium. But like I said, that's opinionated. You know what I'm saying? It is. And it just depends on like where you in life. There's people who think Wayne never gave him a bad verse. There's people uh, who think. Well, I'm just saying it's people who think. <laughs> no, there it's is. People who think, I have to give him hell. Damn. Well, I'll say this. I'm a Jay Z fan, but now I've heard some shit from Jay, and I'd be like, damn, Everybody hoes. Now I'm gonna say this, and this is off record. What's on record? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in the car earlier today. And a Post Malone song came out. I said, and I, and, I, and I put this on my Instagram, Post Malone has all hits. He has no misses. And nobody talks about it. They're all hits, Post, but but Post, Post, put out, Post acts like he's not a hip-hop act, and I don't like that. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not even talking about his personality. Yeah. yeah. I'm just talking about the music only. Yeah. Like a person who doesn't know Post Malone right. is a person who doesn't really follow Post Malone. Moves and stuff like that. Right. And as a person who just cuts on the radio, right, or is on a playlist on Apple Music or or whatever Spotify, right. Every song I've heard from Post Malone, me personally, I like. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, this is a, a smash too. Like the song got no wow. Mm-hmm. I said, bro, this is a smash record. It's a smash record, and I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I'm just letting you know that guy got something on his sleeve. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's his. It's something. Nah, I feel you. This guy, like, albums are great. 
with a bunch of, like it's rare that you get an album that's great. See, that's the thing. I cannot it. listen to his albums. I tried listening to Beer Bones and Bentleys and turn that shit off. Bro, but listen, it smashes on it. I mean, it is, but it's yeah, it's not my music. It's like Despacito. Huh? Despacito. I can't listen to that damn song. But that's just because it got played every day. That's the thing though. It was on the radio a thousand and one times. They was like, it's but the most Post streamed Malone, song. Post Malone has so many records on the radio and they're all on the album. And yeah. you're like, dang, this is an album full of singles. There ain't too many people who put out albums like that. Ray Schremer. Yeah, I mean you could you could argue that. Not not the last one just came out, but before. No, but there was some hits on there that they didn't oh. they didn't move. They didn't move them. That album was great. They didn't move them like Shrimp Life Three had some shits, but they didn't move them like they should have. My favorite, my favorite song from uh, Rich Room is Swain. Know some young niggas like to swing. Know some young niggas like to swing. Of eight shots of Ciroc. Yeah. That would be. Yeah, buddy. That's that. Yeah. That's the hardest. Yeah, buddy. But yeah, shout out to Post Malone. No, nah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Well, man, I think I I think we gave them folks some 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 good content today. Uh, any last words you want to give them, Roni, Roni, Ron? Excuse me, Ramiro Chavez. Hey, man. You know we family, so. That's my guy. Um, new music on the way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be one of those people who say that, but I always got new music on the way. Um, new everything on the way. Shout out to everybody in the city. Shout out to everybody in the state. Um, Shout out to everybody who I, who I kick it with. Shout out to my boy Shaq. Shout out to um, PJ Donald. Shout out to Noble, Frankie Zombie, Luck, Snoop, uh, Rento, Jordan Easler, uh, Terrence Ann. My guys. Um, if I'm missing your name, I'm sorry. Shout out to uh, Lady Patan. Shout out to Swank. Swank. Shout Swank. Out to, uh, respect and Salute. Shout out to Chemo. Shout out to Jason. Okay. Uh, I'm trying not to miss anybody, but if I do, I'm sorry. Uh, shout out to the whole 864 That sums it up a little bit more Shout out to the 803 <laughs> Shout out yeah, to the 843 Okay you know, Shout out to everybody in North Carolina Shout out to everybody in Georgia uh, I feel the resurgence coming Hopefully you know We take over And have some great music And some great content And some great acting Whatever you do I hope it's great so, You know Thanks for having me Hey man Tap in on the dead homies Nah I'm just bullshit <laughs> Nah it's been another, another episode of BHB uh, shout out to my nigga Ron. Like I said, for real though, tap in, man. Y'all boys gotta hear us. Y'all boys gotta get with us, man. Get with it to get gone, you bitch.